Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, why you need to create community in midlife. In other words, why you need to find your people. Notice I said these two words, create and find. We're gonna take a close look at this whole thing and I'm excited to share some perspective with you. But first, I've been mentioning something new and exciting that's coming your way now for a few podcast episodes, and I'm thrilled to give you the latest update. This episode is sponsored by the Finally First Midlife Membership, and guess what? The virtual doors are opening on December 1st. Finally First is a life-changing, upbeat virtual community for midlife women just like you. One thing I've heard time and time again from clients, from listeners, from women in my Facebook group, is that it's a total drag to feel stuck. It's such a waste of time. It's so frustrating. And you know, it's also weird. You've probably never been stuck quite like this before. You've always been able to unconfuse yourself and get going again, but this time, at this age, not so much. Now, the good news is that midlife does not have to be this way. You can make Finally First your favorite one-stop shop for all of the midlife coaching, mindfulness, guidance, and community you need. But here's the thing. You'll not only learn great stuff and be able to get unstuck, but you'll also get to connect with an amazing bunch of like-minded women like you who know what it's like to be in a midlife funk and are ready to bust out and get excited about their lives again too, right along with you. As a woman in the middle, I know what you're looking for. That's why I knew I had to create something like this, a community just for you, a community just for us. The Finally First Midlife Membership is here to help you put yourself first and get the midlife support and community you've been looking for. It's where you need to be and it won't be the same without you. So seriously, get on over here. Your voice and experience are needed and are valuable and important for all of us. Just head over to www.coachwithsusie.com forward slash membership and sign up for the VIP waitlist now so you're in the loop and don't miss a thing. You never know, it usually pays to be on a list like this. I'm just saying, like, really, don't ignore this message. (laughs) There's often a special bonus just waiting for you that's related to being on this list. Okay, speaking of amazing communities, I wanna really take a look at why it's so important to find your people. Let's start with a little chat about what community is. It's basically a group of people who are connected in some way. Specifically, Oxford defines the kind of community I'm talking about as a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. I don't think anyone would argue that midlife transition is an experience that we share, kind of like menopause, right? It's a common thread for women in the middle. When you don't have a connection with people who are experiencing similar things, it can feel so isolating. It can feel so lonely. 
But when you feel like you do belong, it has such a positive mental health effect for sure. Here's Wikipedia's definition. A community is a social group, like a group of living things, with commonalities such as norms, religion, values, customs, or identity. Communities may share sense of place situated in a given geographical area, like a country or a neighborhood, or in a virtual space through communication platforms. Isn't that cool? This definition gives a nod to virtual communities as well. You're experiencing this right now as you're listening. I have no clue where you are, maybe in the car, maybe walking your dog, maybe getting ready in the morning. And geographically, I don't know if you're in Alaska or Alberta, Oklahoma or Ontario, New York or New Zealand, and it doesn't matter. We're connecting and we are connected. I'm your people. You're my people too. I just love this aspect of technology. But I'm not in your ear by accident. You had to find the podcast. You had to click play. You had to make a decision to listen and maybe even to leave a review, which is always greatly appreciated, by the way, (laughs) or to send me an email. I love that. You had to make an effort. You had to make a decision that you wanted to be more connected and feel that positiveness and take some sort of an action. That's you taking a step toward connecting and building community. Community isn't only about where you live and the schools that are in your neighborhood. That's really how so many of us grew up thinking about it. It can be so many things, and the importance of community can be overlooked or underestimated. You probably have a sense that it makes good health sense to belong to a community. And you're right, feeling like you belong actually matters. It's not just a pretty quote or sentiment. In general, feeling connected can lead to fewer health issues and greater levels of overall well-being. And when it comes to all of the midlife transitions and changes, it is super nice to know you're not alone. It feels amazing to talk to other women who are going through similar changes and want to make sure that they're creating exactly what they want for themselves going forward, right? What I've noticed is that so many of us don't really have a handle on how important community is. Like you might get it intellectually, but not necessarily enough to seek it out on purpose. I was really thinking about this, and I have two examples about times that I really appreciated a community, but didn't go looking for it. The first example is a personal one. It's about when my kids went to school. We chose an arts-based Jewish day school in our community, our classic community, right? In our, you know, this neck of the woods. We were super excited about it, and it was new back then, back in the day when the kids were small. It was also an eco school, and it had a garden and it had green space, and the mission and values of the school were such a great fit for us. So my kids each went there for 10 years. My kids did great there and made good friends, but what happened for me is what I want to talk to you about. I ended up falling in love with the community. I got super involved as a volunteer. I did a lot of the photography and headed up the communication and marketing for years, I think 14 years. I was on a board the board of directors for three years too. I didn't choose the school for the community necessarily, but it was something I ended up valuing and treasuring for sure. Because of my role, I spoke to many families who also chose the school for academics and values, but they also fell in love with the community once they got there, and they spoke about it as they became leaders at the school. They didn't know that the community would become super important to them, 
just as it had for me, though they really didn't. It became something that all of us valued, but didn't seek out on purpose. I learned so much from that experience. I didn't know what I was looking for, but I found it. I found a community that meant so much to me and changed my life, not just the kids' lives, but my life. A similar but slightly different thing happened when I became an entrepreneur. Once I decided to become a life coach, I decided to train at the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo. I chose the school because of Brooke and because of the values of the school. I loved the straightforward cognitive approach to the training. What I didn't know then, though, was how amazing the community was and how important it has become to me now as an entrepreneur. When I thought about this next chapter of my life, I really thought that learning new skills was going to be the crux of my learning curve. I thought about this task as more of a traditional learning situation, right? Like I need to learn something new. I'm going to study. I'm going to practice. I'm going to learn. I'm going to be a great student and I'm going to learn and I'm going to study and I'm going to practice and so on, right? I have a proven track record of being an excellent learner. So I didn't see any of this as a problem. I had no idea, though, that becoming an entrepreneur was going to have a a huge learning curve. (laughs) And I didn't think of it that way because I didn't know what I didn't know. And when you work from home, you're alone. So it was like compounded. You really have to create your community. So I quickly realized the power of this learning community, and then I sought out other communities related to women in business, sometimes specifically online business. And I know so many more women now who are online entrepreneurs as a result of all of this effort, and my community is bigger than I ever expected. I always joke that I'm a home dweller. I never expected to know more people now than ever before. Sure, some of the networking I did was local. I joined some networking groups. But really what's blown me away is, you know, I worked in the public sector for 27 years in large institutions. I didn't know as many people as I know now. My network was nowhere as large. And now it's people are all over the place in different countries, too. It's amazing. So like I said, I work from home, yet I feel so connected to so many amazing women out there. So what can you learn from all of this? Have you found what you're looking for or do you need to create it? Let's take a look. Here are some questions to ask yourself. First, ask yourself what communities you're already a part of. Really take a look at them. Where are you connected? Where do you feel like you belong? Where do you spend your time? What does it look like for you? Then ask yourself, what do you like about them? What do you get out of those communities? Why is it working? Or why don't you feel that connected? Third, where don't you feel connected in your life? Are there areas that you feel alone or that you don't belong? Do you see any patterns about that? And then fourth, fill in the gap on purpose. There's so much opportunity out there, but you may have to initiate something. You may have to get out of your comfort zone. So here are some suggestions. Think about your life according to these three areas, hobbies and skills, professional and social. And let's take each one and ask some questions about what is going on in there for you. So let's start with hobbies. What hobbies do you love? 
do you find that you do them by yourself in your house (laughs) or do you do them in groups? So let's say knitting, for example. You might want to work on knitting some more, develop some skills. Maybe you want to be a mentor. Maybe you just want to socialize. Have you ever thought about knitting in a group or connecting in that sort of a community? What about travel? Maybe it's time to stop complaining that you don't have anybody to travel with and join a travel group. Do you love to cook? Do you love to do pottery? Maybe that's the sort of thing that you could do and find your community there. What about exercise? That's a perfect way to find a community. Maybe a running group or maybe you want to play tennis. And what about loving dogs? How about finding a way to do something with other people who love dogs? I know somebody who connects up with all the poodle owners in his community. And us, my husband and I, we connect with a Newfoundland association in our part of Ontario. And it is super fun to be with like a dozen Newfs learning traditional Newfoundland skills like water rescue, how to pull a cart. Of course, the dog learns how to pull a cart, not me. (laughs) And there's even agility. Now, I know you dog owners out there who have speedy little devils might be laughing at this concept of a Newf doing agility, but it's all skill development, right? And it is super fun to be part of that community. Now, let's take a look at professional. Perhaps a networking group would be perfect for you. Some networking groups are more social. Uh, Most of them have a flow where you introduce what you're doing and you get a chance to practice an elevator pitch. But one thing that I have really found is that I feel like I belong in those groups. I've tried several of them. I've made solid connections and it's been a really good way to build community. Another thing that's worked really well for me is to take an online class or an online program and then become active in the alumni group. Another idea for alumni is to reach out to your college or university. If you have that sort of an association, you could get involved with the alumni group there. Or you could even start a special interest group at your current job, or even become active in a group on LinkedIn. So many ideas of ways to connect more than you're probably already doing. And third, let's take a look at social. So for social, there's so many things to do, but again, most of us feel uncomfortable trying any of this new stuff on our own. But let's take a look. What about getting involved in your faith? If you are wanting to have that kind of a connection and belong in that group, but you haven't been able to find a way to make it work yet, keep trying because all groups are not the same. Make sure to find a group that's a good fit for you. It may not be the first one that you choose. How about socializing with singles your age? It doesn't have to be all weird. It could be based around a hobby. I know this might be challenging for you because you're uncomfortable going someplace alone. But the whole point of it is to get with other people and to get with the community. So be curious about what's available and be willing to step out of your comfort zone for the giant win of being able to connect with the community. It's so worth it. I have several clients who have done this with very positive results. You got to make it happen. If you want to get involved with more midlife women, for example, well, my friend, you know, I have a great solution for that. You know what to do. You just have to join Finally First. It's your one-stop virtual community for doing midlife on purpose. Easy peasy. That one's easy. (laughs) These are just some thought starters, but the idea is that when you think about your life and where you belong, It doesn't have to be all by accident. 
Think more about your professional life. Think about your interests and your social needs and decide on purpose what's working and what could be even more amazing. Then make sure that you do something about it. It's not going to happen on its own. Your thinking will have to support the way you feel about taking action, about reaching out, and about trying something new. But it's so worth it. You're worth it. You're ready to be finally first. These communities don't know what they're missing because you're holding out on them. You didn't share your amazingness with them yet. So you have got this, and I can't wait to hear all about it. Well, that's it for this episode. My focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time and get excited about your life again. Being the queen of your brain domain is the best place to be. Check out the show notes with more information and links at susierosenstein.com. Download my free ebook, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s at susierosenstein.com forward slash nine secrets. And whenever you're ready, there are two great ways that I can help you learn to create your midlife on purpose. One, join the free Women in the Middle community Facebook group and join other amazing midlife women who are ready to start regret-proofing their lives. Just head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women in the middle community. And two, check out the new midlife membership, Finally First. This is an affordable, upbeat virtual community for women just like you who are ready and willing to create midlife on purpose. Sign up for more information at coachwithsusie.com forward slash membership. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to be finally first. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.